Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Another great song with rain in it. Boy, that's a tough one. Red rain or November rain. It's close, man. Got to tell you, it's close. Uh, completely different lyrical content in those two songs, and nobody knows lyrics like the next guy. As we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline for our friends at Legacy Heating and Cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest every year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. He's, I think he's like the, the biggest Guns N' Roses fan I know. We welcome back to the show John Shannon. John, how you doing? I know who Axel Rose is, but who's Peter Gunn? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. I, I, listen, Guns N' Roses, I have no clue. I couldn't even name one song that they did. Okay. Okay? Peter Gabriel? What about him? Could you name Yeah, Peter Gabriel. I remember Peter Gabriel. Yeah. 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 You know what's on right now? Uh, and it, I, I think it was Peter Gabriel that... Uh, did a concert in uh, uh, in Chile a number of years ago, and there is a documentary on Netflix right now on uh, Victor Yara. He was a folk singer in Chile that was killed by uh, the Pinochet regime right. uh, when they uh, did the military coup d'etat. I often have these conversations. Uh, Derek Van Deest, as you know, is a writer here in Edmonton for the Edmonton Sun, and he, uh-huh. he his family came from Chile. And so there's been two or three really interesting um, uh, documentaries on Chile over the last four months, and there's a new one out on Yara. It's it's, it's pretty, I mean, it's sad, and unfortunately, uh, the U.S. government is tied to a lot of the support of family, you know, obviously Pinochet and Chile, uh, Samosa and Nicaragua, and it's, but all that said, this stuff happened 40, you know, 40 years ago, when people are still... Longer than that, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah when yeah. you think about it, hard to, it, it really is in many ways, and without getting into, into too much politics. Of course. Hard to imagine things like that occurring in our lifetime and then we see what's going on in ukraine yeah and i hope i and i hope we don't forget that we seem to be forgetting that to a large extent which is what should not happen uh we forget uh, what we have lived through in it with our friends in the united states since the election of 2016 um so um we're not immune to controversy, or not immune to uh, to, to uh, political scenarios that are um, a little more 
detailed outside of our own country. Well, here's how we tie it back to hockey. Uh, We're seeing uh, Andre Kuzmenko making the rounds right now, represented by Dan Milstein. I had Brian Lawton on the show earlier today and discussed, is it a package deal for Evander Kane and, and Kuzmenko? Do agents do that? Brian referred to a scenario when he was a manager. He, he referred to an agent from around here. I knew who it was right away and then talked about Hosa. So obviously it was Hosa and another one of Rich Winner's clients at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kuzmenko very well may be in town today. Who knows? Um, I think we are going to, like, it's interesting that he's picked this year as the time to to come to North America and apply his trade. Um should we be surprised given the international pressure? And some say it's not enough that's on uh, the Russian government and the state of affairs it's currently in the KHL. Jokerit's out of the league, out of Finland. Uh, should we be surprised that, you, you know, we may see uh, more Russian players looking to play here in North America? Well, I think you, all you have to do is look at the draft, Bob. And how many Russian 18-year-olds will be drafted? Um, and, and And to me, that becomes the question of... Um, and, and that lots of people say, well, it's not their fault that, uh, that uh, you know, Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine. No, but, uh, you know, this is, this is what creating political pressure is all about uh, in, in those scenarios. And, and it becomes um, not necessarily the, the dictator that pays the price, but it's the people around him that pay the price in order to try to create change. Uh, I, I'm, I must admit, uh, uh, at first blush, I'm very disappointed uh, that the NHL really hasn't created more sanctions against Russians. You know, they, 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 mm. the world, the world has, has and they, you know, the, the certain governments have done it against oligarchs. Um, but you know, there are others that could put political pressure on as well. And um, I, I know it's 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 harsh, but heck, t- tell me what the people in Ukraine hasn't gone haven't gone through is har- isn't harsh too. So that's that to me is a, re- a real um, it, it's a it's a, a, a double edged sword that you know cuts both ways. And I, I I wonder I wonder if there are going to be more ramifications as the conflict in in Ukraine uh, continues. All right, well, there's two Russian players that are listed in the top 30 by the Hockey News. So the Hockey News prospect, the draft preview is out. Uh, Pavel uh, Muntaikov, is, uh, he's 18th in the Hockey News. He plays for Saginaw. And then Danila Yurov plays for Magnitogorsk over in the KHL. They're both 18 and 19. That's where the Hockey News uh, has got them at. I got news for you. I don't see both those guys going in the top 20. I just... I have a well, feeling you're going to see uh, them dropping a bit, and uh, that's not that it's going to be a total no-fly zone. Speaking of the NHL, uh, John, and, and this is, and, and we should full disclosure here: you and me do not discuss what we're because I think it makes for better live radio uh, when when you make these appearances on the show. Um, I will. Although you know, I do I do love Guns and Roses. So yeah, we've established that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. There is a situation <laughs> going on with. Hockey Canada that has now become a federal issue involving uh, a settlement that occurred that is not a good story uh, involving the 17-18, the the 2018 World Junior Team. And the NHL has said that they are taking this issue seriously and monitoring it as well. Well, I fully expect that Gary and Bill are going to do their uh, State of the League press conference tonight at uh, 4 o'clock Edmonton time. 
I, I fully believe that there will be some questions uh, asked of them about the Hockey Canada uh, situation that happened in London at the Hockey Canada Gala. Um, and as I understand it, they and I, I assume they will say, well, it's under investigation, and if there are NHL players and uh, you know future NHL players involved, we will uh, take that into account. Um, I wonder how much can be done because there are there have been no charges laid. Uh, the uh, the victim uh, has uh, remained anonymous, uh, and at this point. The agreement with Hockey Canada and the victim have made the eight players anonymous. So I don't know what, and I and, and I don't know what jurisdiction the NHL has over eighteen-year-old players that have not signed NHL contracts. Yes. So th- that so it, it, it because I mean it was a horrendous event, um, and and uh, and w- what Hockey Canada has done in order to mitigate it is something that will be brought up uh, in Ottawa at a special session of a committee. Uh, Hockey Canada has maintained that they did not use federal funds in order to to pay off in the agreement. So we'll we'll just have to wait and see what the the NHL does, what Hockey Canada says in uh, in the hearings and and go from there. I yeah. think it's just too premature to make uh, make any judgments at this point. Yeah, and, and again, uh, there is a settlement that's taken place as that's well. Right. So people yeah. need to remember that. All right, now we're going to switch to the fun stuff. Uh, the NHL, two new American partners this year, ESPN and TNT. And I'd like to thank Cactus Jack for texting me this and giving me a quick update because it just went out from the social media department of TNT. Uh, who during the course of the 2022 NBA and NHL playoffs, uh, TNT was the number one cable network in prime time four to the five weeks, um, and number one in cable program uh, for 31 nights uh, for adults 18 to 49. And this is the one that's, as you know, which series did TNT broadcast, uh, which final series did they do, John? Well, they did the West, Bob. 41%. Average audience coverage up 41%. Uh, The Western Conference Final between Edmonton and Colorado was the most watched Western Conference Final on cable since 2015 Mm -hmm. and was up 41% from the 2021 playoffs. How much of that was TNT? How much of that was the star power of McDavid and Dreisaitl? And uh, it just makes you wish the series would have run longer. I'm sure for all the Oilers fans out there, they're saying the same thing. But... uh, I think we got to give credit where credit's due. TNT had a pretty good product, did they not, in terms of their um, their panel and, and the latitude that they gave their panelists as well, John? Well, listen, they have a magic formula. The guys in Atlanta at TNT have a magic formula on how to, how to manage panel discussions. Uh, it's something that they had, they've put in place. I think it's more than, well, I can tell you right now, it's more than 20 years. Uh, because when I was running Raptors NBA TV, NBA TV Canada, uh, I, I insisted that we carry the TNT package on our channel because it wasn't being seen in Canada at that point. Um, so that's that was 2002. So for, from that perspective, they they know how to manage a panel. They know how to create content. Uh, they, they did a, a really solid job that way. And then the star power, I, I, the one thing I would say 
is that they did a, a, a very good job of understanding that McDavid and, and Dreisaitl, even though they play in Canada, will have a huge attraction in the United States. And we've lived for a long period of time where it was difficult to get any presence of Canadian teams on U.S. network television because they, there was a real belief that nobody would care about them. Well, that's not the case. And when you think of, you know, the Avalanche versus the Oilers, the speed, you know, the grace, the tenacity, everything that would go into that matchup, and, game, and games one and games four proved that, uh, then they had something to work with. You know, the, the, the fascination for me is that if you look across the board, television, sports television viewership is up everywhere this year over last year when the pandemic was still a factor. Hmm. Uh, and I, I don't, I mean, other than the anecdotal stuff saying, well, I, you know, during the pandemic, I was binge watching Netflix. Now we're back into regular occurrences of sports, thousands of people in the arena, the actual draw and the event created that aura again that we had prior to the pandemic, and I think that's a positive. And TNT, and for the, that segment, ESPN's numbers are up too. Uh, both networks in the United States took advantage of that. They hammered the Oiler Calgary series, the Battle of Alberta on ESPN. Like it was for for their daily shows. Uh, they got a couple of them right, like Around the Horn, and uh, what's the other one, the, the longer serving one that's been with the two? PTI. Yeah, uh, PTI. Those shows reference that series multiple times. So. Yeah, and 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 that's the, and and let's God, let's face it, that's why it was important to get the NHL back on ESPN. Yeah, it's not because of the games. You know, NBC did a good job covering the games, but it's the what 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 the in the inner workings of our business, it's called the shoulder programming, the programming around the games, the programming that promotes. They they have the game. Uh, that's where ESPN can do such a marvelous job. That's where TNT did a good job of talking hockey on a basketball night, you know. And it helps that both Shaq and Charles Barkley like hockey. So that was a positive in all this. So so th- there, I think that there's a, a a giant equation of things that pointed in the right direction. I think the fact that TNT and ESPN have a little bit of a level of competition, they also have a great amount of, co- of cooperation because they're the two basketball partners too. So it, it, it has worked very well for the NHL in the short term, and I guarantee you we're going to hear that from the commissioner this afternoon. All right, uh, two more questions. First, um, Duncan Keith, Mike Smith, uh, Elliot Friedman putting out on Saturday. They have until July 1st. Possibility either of them retire, in your opinion, John? I, I don't think so, Bob. We talked about this on Monday. I, I just um, I just see the, the, the competitive fire in both okay. of them. I just don't see that. I I just don't see them, particularly Duncan. I I, I think Duncan loves the game too much. Yeah, I, I have Duncan seventy thirty returning to play. And final one for you: Who you got, Tampa or Colorado? I, I, I think we're going to see a three-peat. I think we're going to start talking about a dynasty. I think Tampa wins. You know, everybody talks about good starts. Uh, you know, the Avalanche will probably have a good start. But if you have the Tampa Bay Lightning in the third period, either down one or tied, I guarantee you Tampa wins. And I think that that's how they play every game. It's almost like rope-a-dope, rope-a-dope until we get to the third period, and then we turn it on. Dinner at Roos, you on? Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. taking Colorado. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. And then how many gift certificates are you getting? <laughs> well, you think i got to use my own money? 
That's what I do when I take you for dinner. I use my own money. Oh, <laughs> even on the show for nine years, you've never. Oh, wait, you did take me for dinner in Buffalo. I forgot. At a very nice steak place in Buffalo. How dare I for? Uh, and, and then I think we took the Uber back to the hotel on my Uber account too. Well, you've got. I mean, come on, your expense account is like four times what I'm allowed. So that's that's all good. John, great stuff. We'll talk on Monday. Okay, Bob. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That is John Shannon, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling. During the season, the Oilers Now lineup report is brought to you on game days by Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. Find your dream home, sell your old home, sold today, Edmonton.ca. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online, royalpizza.ca, or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation, Mediterranean Chicken. 150 in Edmonton, Brendan Escott and myself, when we return, we'll wrap up with this day in order's history and it's tied to slats. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30 Chad. It is 153 in Edmonton. Brendan, was that the cult? This is the cult. Oh man, I'm uh, actually recommended by our Cam Moon. Got a late request in, so there you go. I saw the cult uh, with Darcy McLeod and Tyler Hupka. That's who. Uh, yeah, went out to the River Cree and saw the cult. That's who I took. And uh, and sat there and watched the basketball game was going on that night. Raptors it was like game five against Golden State. All right, this is Oilers now. It's one fifty four in Edmonton, and we are going to go to list day in Oilers history for New West travel in October. They've got a WestJet charter flight to Cabot Links in Nova Scotia, five days of golf at the number ten golf course in the world. Details at newwesttravel.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Back to nineteen seventy nine, the Oilers promoting Glenn Sather from head coach to head coach and general manager held that title until the year two thousand winning six Stanley Cups after starting out as a player coach with the franchise in 1976-77. He was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 1997. Tonight, 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 game one of the Stanley Cup final between Colorado and Tampa tomorrow. Uh, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel and Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and ESPN for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson, Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, 6.30 chat afternoons today uh, and every day, Monday through Friday, Jalen Nye from 3 to 6. Back at you tomorrow at noon. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.